Good morning, Patriots. And today is Thursday, December 21st in the year 2023. We're rapidly getting close to Christmas Day. Time with family, lots of things going to go on. Last night we talked a lot about that in terms of an attitudinal focus as we get together with families, not telling people what to do, but I think it's really important that we walk into these times, especially with a real forgiveness in our hearts and a loving place to speak really from our walk with Jesus not so much about politics and other things. I think we're, we're, um, we're probably kind of long past that, even though we're going to dig into politics today and slay it pretty hard. But anyway, that is just uh, some thoughts because there is so much uncertainty right now and there's so much burden on people's hearts. There's a lot of fear, and fear is one of those most awful things to deal with, especially when we start having a reasonable conversation. You can literally watch somebody go off the rails over the littlest of things because they literally can't see anything other than the fear that's in their mind. Patriots, one thing real clear right now, we have a time that's pressing upon us. It's dangerous time. There's a lot of uncertainty in the markets. There's a lot of uncertainty in our lives. And these psychopathic pedophile fools that are running this world truly wants to destroy the economy, create a war, and to erase history. They know that if they can get something on a global level that people would be so consumed with the desperation of the moment and in the end of the day, forget all the crimes against humanity that this elite has done. And kid yourself not, every one of these people in power has their hands in that pot of horror. So right now, be very cognizant of that. It is time really to be putting your money into places where you can protect it. That's hard gold and silver. That's a place to preserve. It's not a place, it's a long-term focus and it's substantial. And you need to be keeping things into a place of of solidity, of real tangible asset. Now, obviously, that's my opinion. I don't wear a white coat. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a financial advisor. I don't even fly to the moon. But I think it's a good opinion to have. So you can take that to heart, take it to prayer as soon as you think I think. But anyway, that leads us to why we have one of the great sponsors we've had. We've had for over a year and a half. That's Birch Gold. Birch Gold is there to help you, to work with you, especially in the areas of 401k and IRAs and getting them into a solid metals-backed, retirement places. And they also have other abilities and other capabilities to share with you as well. So all that you do is you text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, B-A-R-D-S to 989898. Again, BARDS, B-A-R-D-S to 989898. You're going to receive an info packet. It's free. Read through it, get informed, pick up the phone, give them a call, see how they can help you. Great folks, super, super ratings across uh, the all of their their transactions, they've had great feedback in Bars Nation. They're they're a, just a super reliable group of people. It was very discerning when we first brought them on, and I've been nothing but happy with how they've handled Bards Nation. So, really think they're a great organization. So if you can just text Bards B A R D S to nine eight nine eight nine eight, get informed. I mean that doesn't cost you anything. It's the most important thing is knowledge. And then once you have that, then reach out to them and give them a ring. See what they say. There you go. Just like that. Pretty easy. Okay, but that leads us right to the first headline, which is not surprise anybody. Here it is. This is off the charts. Quote, economist claims 2024 will bring biggest crash of our lifetime in U.S. Well, if you think that that's an exaggeration, then you're not paying attention. The economist who focuses on consumer spending has issued a dire warning about U.S. economy in the coming year. Besides the fact that we've lost 10 million people in the workforce, a good portion of them have been killed off by the vax or permanently paralyzed or damaged. Yeah, there's, there's a dire warning. Since 2009, it has been 100% artificial. No kidding. That's since the, the Obama era when everything was propped up and they raided everything. 
That's a good story. Unprecedented money printing and deficits. $27 trillion over 15 years to be exact. Hmm. Economist Harry Dent told Fox Business on December 19. It is amazing that these are like new headlines. It's like, hello. You, it'll, you, know, you know that scene from uh, Back to the Future, the guy's tapping on his head. Hello, McFly. Hello, McFly. Anybody home? Yeah, that one. This is off the charts, 100% artificial, which means we're in a dangerous state. <laughs> to state the obvious, no kidding. In 2024, I think 2024 is going to be the biggest single crash we will see in our lifetime. Well, I'm quite certain of it. No question about it. We need to get back to normal. That, that's a funny statement. And we need to send a message to central banks. Well, here's how we do that. Take your money out of the banks. This should be a lesson I don't think we'll ever revisit. I don't think we'll ever see a bubble of any of, for any of our lifetime again. Not like this, no, because it took about 100 years to build, and they've done a great job. Anyway, it goes on. It's going to be more in the 29 to 32 1929-1932 level, and anybody who sat through that would have shot their stockbroker. <laughs> well, there you go. That's that's the, the excitement for the day. So if you're a stockbroker, apparently, according to The Economist, or according to the article in Zero Hedge by The Economist, uh, Harry Dent, if you're a stockbroker, what we're going into, I would invest in body armor and probably not go to work. That would be a good idea because people are apparently going to be a little bit upset and they might get a little crazy. And crazy things happen when people can't put food on the table. This whole, this whole scene we're in, I swear, it's the most ridiculous Ponzi scheme I have ever seen. And the problem is it's we are dealing with such blatant offenses. Now, just so we say it, we typically do the prayer at 11 minutes after the hour. I guess we'll do it that way today. That's kind of cool. That's 9-11. We'll pray into that. I'm going to take back that number got to take it back. That is so ridiculous that now they took 9-11, they turned it into the emergency number, 9-1-1. And then they also turned it into the day of like, make the world think that a bunch of turban-headed sand diggers were up there flying planes into the into the uh, Twin Towers when in fact it was Mossad and the other agencies putting on nanothermite under the walls and detonating the building, buildings and blaming it on the rest of the world while they collected insurance money and killed a bunch of innocent Americans. Nice. That is the way our whole world is working. And it's literally a puppet show. The whole thing is a puppet show. Like there's a, there's a headline today of an active shooter in Prague on the roof, a sniper. Hmm. Yeah. That sounds so much like what they did in Ukraine before they toppled the government. Funny. I mean, it's like over and over. The, the agencies, the, these intelligence agencies are deploying all their assets to create terror across the world, and it's usually centered out of us. Just so I say it, MI5, MI6, CIA, there you go. There's your cluster of hell right there. All of them doing their job to try to do everything they can to create constant chaos and fear in the world because fear is so blinding, and fear is blinding. We can see what happens in 9-11. Go back to 9-11, 2001, what happens? There's such a panic and fear in that moment that we, that our sanctity and our perfection and all our greatness of the country, were being attacked. And we were like, oh no, we're being attacked by a bunch of airplanes, commercial airplanes, hitting buildings. That means that everything in our world has to change. Everything. We have to give up our rights. We have to start doing security at the airports. We have to start being groped. We have to start being sexually molested every time you go take an air, a flight. You have to hire a bunch of pedophiles that enjoy groping and, and molesting you. I mean, this is what happens. And the whole country goes, yes, please, I please grope me because I want to be safe. Please grope me. 
please put me under a radar so you can see underneath my, my, my clothes and see me naked. Please grope me. That's us. I swear. We are so screwed up. All right, patriots. We're going to do a prayer. 9-11. Buckle up. Here we go. Father God, we are here today just humbled before you and coming here with our hearts open and by our free will. And so, Father, we just want to pray today. We'd be in our prayer today for this nation. A nation that has just been so built on the foundations of fear. A nation that was given the blessings of, that you gave us. Truly the blessings of understanding that all our rights came from you. That all of our rights were about our rights to be under you, the creator. And yet, here we are. We are giving our rights away because we have our, our country has been usurped by a criminal class of pedophiles that is literally running human trafficking in our face, using children as commodities across the world, propping up an artificial economy of paper dollars with nothing behind them, ready to crash that while the child sex trafficking escalates upwards. That should tell us everything. So, Father, we pray right now for our nation to wake up, especially in this, in this period of time where we're celebrating life. Life and praying life into things, praying, elevating up life and praying for this. And so, Father, we just pray right now that a nation will be shaken to its core. Now, in any way that that's necessary, that we know now that the remnant stands in the gap to help bring in kingdom age. And we're raising our hands and we're saying, Father, hear our prayers. We stand in the gap. We pray against this evil. We shake these strongholds. We raise our sword of the spirit and we wield the sword of the spirit mightily against this evil that seeks to keep people encased in darkness. So, Father, we breathe life into a nation. And this morning we breathe life and pray life into a nation that will flow from the bottom to the top, that literally will shake people awake in such a powerful moment of life to appreciate what we have been given and what we are willfully handing off. By our free will, we are self-destructing. By our free will, we stand on the side and wring our hands and say, oh, help us. By our free will, we listen to so much of the distorted messages from the pulpit, believing that somehow that heaven's going to swoop in and sweep us away in this critical hour, right in the critical hour of the, most, of the greatest rescue mission in the history of humankind, when we have been put here to bring kingdom into the world. And our weak and sellout pulpit is telling people, you shall be raptured out. Father, bind their tongues. Just bind their tongues. Let them speak the truth of Scripture. Let them speak the mightiness of Christ. Let them speak the warrior Christ. Let them cast out and throw out the hippie love and, and peace concept of Christ that is weak. Let us hear the warrior Christ that is the Son of God, the Son of Most High, who died on the cross to seal and to return to us the authorities to take back this world and this kingdom. Let us hear that, Father. And let that message now flow in to every pulpit to where it's so un, un, incredibly powerful that the pulpit itself shakes, that people can't get there without speaking this message to cast away the concept of rapture and to speak in the life of take back the kingdom, take back the kingdom. Let the warrior Christ swell in every pastor's heart. So overwhelming. That no matter where they are, they have to speak about healing and miracle healings. They have to speak about deliverance and pulling people back. They have to literally speak about raising the dead. It's overwhelming because the fears that have been put within them, the demonic and the Leviathan that has crept in within every, every pastor's pulpit nearly, 
Let it be cast out. We now stand in the gap for every church in this nation. We stand here facing that Leviathan. And we say to this Leviathan, you shall go no more. And we raise our hands mightily in, in, in the spirit. And we raise our hands and we raise that sword of the spirit and we slash down on that Leviathan. And we hear it scream and wither and try to escape. But we are here. We are the sons and daughters of the most high. We wage war against this. It has waged war against the pulpit. We take away that, that constrictor around the neck of every pastor and we rip it off his neck and her neck. And we breathe life. And we strip away the, the illusions that have put a, the cast upon their sight that allow them to bring in the, the corruption of LGBTQ into these churches. We, we rebuke it. We cast it out. We cast it off onto the streets. And we raise up the mighty church, the pulpit of strength, the pulpit of Jesus. We raise up this pulpit in a mighty way to shake it from the foundation. And the pastors that can't withstand will simply be gagged and will collapse before the congregations. Just and have to be carried out. We pray for their healing and their restoration, but in the in the place, find those in the congregation that will step up and speak strength. Quit worrying about the offering plate. Quit worrying about the lights on. Quit worrying about the dead stone walls and how you're going to maintain a temple. Free the pulpit. So, Father, right now we are praying to free the pulpit, freeing the pulpit in a mighty way, and in doing so, we're doing that on at the hour of 9-11 is when we begin this prayer. To breathe in this and to steal away that, to take away what the darkness stole from us. To sever the chains and the bindings of the money offering plate, so rooted deep within the, the, cultural, the culture of corruption within the church. The heart of the church has now become one of profiteering from fear to keep the pews filled, so to keep the lights on. That's Leviathan. That's not the... That's not the word of Jesus. And they speak doctrinal, but they don't want to go farther. They cast out Holy Spirit. Bring Holy Spirit back in in a wave, a powerful wave to shake the walls. Bring Holy Spirit back in to fill the hearts to where the congregations look at a, a, a pastor that speaks death and stand up and say, I rebuke you. Raise up the church. Let the church speak life into its own walls. Let it be overwhelming. Let the Pentecostal spirit fly through these walls of every church across this nation. Let people ask and challenge every pastor, why don't you pray about healing? Why don't you teach us healing? Why don't you teach us deliverance? Why aren't you praying to raise the dead as we watch young children drop dead from this shot? Why are you not out there with their hands on praying to raise the dead? Why are you not out here raising the dead of those that have been suffered from this shot? These words challenging every single pulpit in the hearts of every single churchgoer. Uncontrollable, overwhelming. Their tongues speak truth into the congregation and truth into the, into the walls of the church. And watch the pulpit shake. Let the pastors be challenged for their watered-down doctrine. This idea that somehow that we are beyond the miracles. We are in the time of miracles. We are in the time of the living God. We are in the time of the gifts and the anointings, the wonders and greatness and the miracles of time. We raise our hands, Father, and we say, Father, we ask for more. We want to be able to bring healing. We want to be able to bring deliverance. We want to be able to raise the dead. We are doing this here on this earth as representatives of you. We want the world to witness the power of the living God. 
So, Father, bless us. And whatever it takes for us to get there, to whatever fires of refinement we have to go through, let us be refined and put us through that. Burn off the dross. Reforge the silver. Make us great again as you desire us to be as the children of the Most High. Let us be able to lead the world with you, through you working through us, the power of Jesus shining through us that is so great, so powerful, that people witness these things. Witness the broken be healed. Witness the impossible be healed. Witness the impossible happening before their very eyes. To see those that are so consumed with demons, to be freed from the demonic, to wake again as truly the children that you created in perfection. To take those that have been mutilated by these surgeries of, the, the, of transgenderism and to be able to restore them before the eyes of others, to be able to return them to who they were as the perfection of the children they were born into this world as. Not through medications, not through re, another set of surgeries, but simply through the power of hands-on and the power of the living God flowing through us to restore these people. And let that work like a fire through the community of LGBTQ. Let it shake and rip apart everything that they stand for, that every single demon that starts to be cast out in fear. For as we walk in, our hands raise, and we watch restoration before our very eyes. And they witness it as well. Watch mass deliverance as we raise our hands and pray for people, as we watch the demons be cast out. As we see the youth fall drop dead from this shot, we pray in and we bring that back. We, bring the, we raise the dead and we defy the devil. And we do so, and in so doing, we revitalize the church in the hearts of men and women across this world. And it challenges the pulpit. It shakes the pulpit. And the pulpit now can no longer speak that watered-down, milk-toast scripture and passages, but rather the fire of Jesus. So, Father, let us walk in the fire of Holy Spirit. Let us walk in the glory of Jesus. Let us enter this new season of life with so much vigor, so much fire, so much energy, so much righteousness that nothing can stand before us. Nothing can block us. Nothing can get in our way. We literally tear it all down and we step into the glory of kingdom as we rush in this kingdom age, us, the remnant, not trying to be raptured out in this nonsense, but staying here and saying, Father, we are so excited about this time. Give us more. We're stepping deeper into this fight. We're going to go deeper and deeper. We're going to go after every bit of the root of this evil and we will restore the family. And we will restore the children and we will raise up the children and the family and we will raise up the dead that should never have been victimized by the hands of the devil. And we shall speak life into a nation. We will speak life into a world. And we will celebrate and honor and praise all that you are, Father, for the greatness of glory that you are within us and through us and all of us. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, man. That was kind of fun. See what happens when you let me sleep in like an hour and I get an extra two cups of coffee. Oh my goodness, it's good. I'll tell you right now, that's all Holy Spirit right there. I'm excited. This is literally like time to like buckle up and go get them. Yes, indeed. I think that's like uh, that's like Holy Spirit caffeine right there. It's good. I got to enjoy that. All right, Patriots, we have other dumb stuff going on. Well, there's a surprise. I, I don't even know why I say that anymore. Why do I bother even to say it's more dumb? It is the new normal is the is the audacious and the incredibly stupid that we allow happen. Yeah, that's it. That, that's just literally it. There is an organization. I looked it up a minute ago, and it's international something or other. I got to find it. Hang on. I don't even know where it is. 
It's the International Office of Migration, IOM. There it is, IOM. And what are they doing? Well, it just happens that they're just moving kids again. And it's the most disgusting thing I've seen. This is, this is coming from Muckraker again. That's a really good site, muckraker.com. Muckraker.com. And Michael Yan is doing a great job of echoing them out and getting them out. So here's the latest in all of this, which is just literally insane. But these people are literally moving children. Little girls dressed in tights and pink skirts and so forth. Why do you think that is? Moving them through the airport to relocate them. I want to know who's giving these kids up. I want to know where these kids are coming from. Where are their families? How does a 10, 9, 7, 12-year-old child that is dressed very nicely, how are they ending up being escorted to a new family? What is going on here? Where is the origins of these children? They don't tell us any of this. And we're not asking enough of the right question. Because what's happening is we're looking at the end point. We're not looking at origins. Where are they coming from? Are they coming from birthing clinics where women are being forced to have children? And then these children are raised in some sort of a, a brothel or something or an MK Ultra clinic. And then they're sent across into the United States to become someone else's pet. Don't think there's anything good here. Not at this point. We as a community need to start stepping in. We're going to have to start taking these kids back. And that's going to be the biggest challenge. And I'm telling you, this is truly on my heart, and it's been on my heart, and I'm going to express it today again. It's so important. The people that are being moved through our country, the families and the children, I have to stress that, not the fighting age males. Fighting age males, they are going to be re-delivered back to their country in a body bag. Or they're going to come to Jesus, one of the two. There's not going to be an in-between. So if you're a fighting age male and you're listening to my show, which I, don't, I would hope you did because maybe we can bring you to Jesus, but I'm going to just tell you something. If you've come here to cause war against us and against our families, I'm going to make you a promise. One of two things is going to happen. Either one, as in all of your arrogance and all of your hatred for the United States, either one, you will be weeping on the ground, begging for forgiveness to accept Christ in your heart, or two, we're not going to wait for heaven. We're going to put you in a bag and send you wherever that is. And you're not going to get a dignified transfer. You're just going to get a burial in Lyme. We're done with this. And this is where we're going as a country. Because you're not going to take away which we value so much and which God gave us. Because that's the line. That's literally where we are now. So we are going to pray into bringing these people over and ha having them accept Jesus. And that's wonderful. But we're not going to sit here in the fear on the wall and worry about what you're going to do to us because it's not going to happen. Okay. So the question we have to continue to ask is where are these children coming from? And that's the whole point is we have to bring these people in to our, our country. They're here. The families and the children, we need to pray for them. We need to reach into them. We need to bring Christ into their lives. Many of them are ready. And we need to teach them about the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, the Bill of Rights. This is what you've been given. Empower them. And they will come. All those other dirtbags that want to come here and cause problems, we'll pray for them. But if they're going to, you know, it's, it'll come to a point that I guarantee you, because it always does, when, they, when the enemy begins to feel the loss of the battle, and they will, they will now panic and they will be begging for forgiveness. That's going to be a good moment right there. It's like, oh, yeah, you were going to do what to our neighborhood? Okay, my son. You now must get on your knees and you must pray for forgiveness to Jesus and you must lose everything in your life and you must now be rebuilt from the bottom up in the power of our Lord.
and you will repent. That'll be a good moment. But there, we have this literally what is where we have to focus because these children that are coming in are victims. And that gets us right back to Operation Vineyard, which we're going to have to fire up, which our incredible, I don't think we've released it yet, our incredible mod, amazing mother, Punky, has done the greatest logo ever for Operation Vineyard. So that's going to be a big push in 2024, I promise you. And it's when it, I just love what the work Punky did on that. It's so amazing. Okay, so continuing forward. Oh, look, Punky's in chat today. Hi, Punky. It's good to always have her back. She's been busy with holidays and other things. Okay, so um, then we have this one. Here, here's, a, here's a nice one. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. FBI arrests 17 Jewish rabbis in New Jersey charged with trafficking human organs, baby parts, and money laundering. Of course. Yeah, don't worry about that. That's just no big deal. It's just 17 of them. And I'm sure there's no more doing the same thing. Yeah, that's just unbelievable. This is just like I said, more of the absurd. Yep, you can't get, you just can't, you can't say it enough. We are literally living in a world of crazy and it just keeps percolating up and everybody's like, well, it can't be any, it can't get worse, can it? Yeah, it's going to get worse. You've got federal contractors moving kids under using taxpayer dollars. You have the federal government openly trafficking children in our face. We're letting, we're letting the traffickers roll across the border. We have our border patrol who have become complicit in the crime because they're so spineless. They stand there and they go, oh, well, I can't do that. I'll lose my pension. I'll tell you, I, I'm, and I'll just kind of end with this. I, wanted, I wish they would understand what's coming. And forget the dirt world for a minute. Every one of us is going to be held accountable for every action, every thought, every breath, every step, every word we speak. Now, what are you going to say to God when he's like, hey, um, how'd that border job go for you that I put you there in? Oh, well, Lord, I was uh, pretty good. Yep. Um, had a great retirement out of it. My family did well. Did you save the children? Well, we, um, we were told we couldn't. Mm-hmm. And why do you think I put you there? Uh, the pension, God, the pension. That's not going to go over well. That conversation does not end well. That conversation ends in a way that you suddenly realize that everything that God did for you to put you in a place to protect children, you violated. You walked away from. You turned your back on God. You didn't turn your back just on the country. You turned your back on God. And if you think for a half a second that there isn't going to be a consequence for that, if you're a border agent right now, I'd be on my knees repenting hard and get yourself back in this fight. Because you aren't there because you're just like got a cool job and you're getting a cool pension and you all this. You're there because ultimately God's hand guided you there. And in this hour, in this critical hour, when we're watching the trafficking of children increase at a phenomenal rate and you're doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. You have been turned over to a reprobate mind. And that has consequence. And it's not consequence that I would want to have to face the throne with. So, as it is, patriots, keep your prayers up for those people. We need to be praying in hard to that spirit that has captured their hearts, that has twisted their views to make them think that somehow in this short term of the dirt world that they are going to be able 
to endure this and be okay. We need to pray for their souls because they're walking away from a gift that God gave them to be able to step in and save the little ones. You cannot get into heaven unless you have a heart of a child. There is anybody that harms a child would be better off for them to have a millstone and cast into the sea. And they are walking into a trap, a deep one, one that's going to cost them ultimately their soul. Pray for them. Pray hard for them. Pray that they will wake up. Pray that they will start to understand the consequence of their inaction, their consequence of standing there and obeying rules from a union that's run by pedophiles and Satanists, a a consequence of following the rules of a government that are running by pedophiles and Satanists, people that hunger and slather and drool over the idea of getting their hands on these little ones, and especially little, little ones. This is the sickness of our government, and they are complicit in this, and they don't see it. They've been a cast, a spell cast of somehow always been cast upon them and we have to break it and we will pray against it and we will pray to break it. And this is a stronghold fight that we will bring and we have to free them because they have to wake up. It is for them, not just for us. So Jesus help us and Jesus guide us because we are going after that stronghold. We'll close with another prayer. Father God. We stand here today and we're going to go right after that spell casting that's been put upon these border agents. We stand in the gap and we break this tie. We break this soul tie that's held them. We cast it out and we throw it to the feet of Jesus. And Father, we step now in the gap and we're going to hold each one of these these border agents in in our hands. And we're going to pray into their hearts. And we're praying into their hearts with the power of life and the power of mightiness of the warrior Christ. We're praying into their hearts strength. We're praying into their hearts moral courage. And we're stripping away all of the scales that have been on their eyes, that have been convincing them and whispering to them and telling them, you must obey the rules. You must obey the rules. You must obey the rules. No, you must listen to the heart of Father. You must speak the truth into the world. You must stand in the gap to protect these little ones and to protect this nation. This is your duty, your sworn oath. Father, let that covenant be felt within their body, their soul, their mind, their spirit. Let it shake them and rock them to the core. Let it leave some weeping. Let it leave some shaking. Let it leave them all looking to you, asking, what do I do? And let the words be heard. Stand in the gap. Stand up, soldier, and fight, for you are in the kingdom of God. Let that be heard. And for those that don't walk with Jesus, let it rock them to such a core that they understand now what their accountability will be for the walk that they take. For those that have taken money and graft to move little ones for the benefit of their own well-being, for their own profit, Let that money start to rot in their soul. Let it gag their tongues. Let it start to create cancers within their body. And let them understand that this rot that's happening is coming from that source. And that the only way out is to cast it aside and to repent and to be before the throne, hands out. And let them each witness the power and might of our Lord and Savior. Unquestionably just to see that power and that glory in which he represents. Let that happen in any way possible. Let it be with those that walk with Jesus, that stand before them, and they see that power that flows within. They see the heart of Jesus, and they quake, and they know, and those demons that are tied to them shake. And so we rebuke any of the demons that are now attached to border agents. We're going to place a hedge of protection around every single border agent, And we're going to breathe life into that and let the Holy Spirit flow into that. And we're going to sever the ties that bind. And we're going to breathe life and the love of Christ in there. And let that power overwhelm them. Let them seek out that which they need. And Father, let let this platform be one that they can find. They can listen to any time. 
Let them hear these words. Let these words shake their hearts, but let them also hear these words. We will pray with you. We will deliver you. We will heal you. And we will make you greater in the body of Christ so that you can return to the front line with the mightiness of the sword of the Spirit to wield what you must do and to stand boldly in the gap, to speak against this evil and to close that border and to protect this nation. Father, we breathe life into these soldiers and courage and moral strength and most of all, the love of Jesus. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Pray that way. Pray that way hard. Get together. Pray in pairs. and pray, pray in threes. Pray in more. Pray that way for these agents. They're captured, and we have to free them. We have to break the spirit that's upon them. We have to set them free to step into this world. We have to rock them in such a way that they themselves weep. But with the weeping comes the freeing. With the weeping is the fire that burns away the dross. Let the let Father work them. Let the seeds of mightiness sprout within them. And let them return to the courage of what they should be. This is the hour. And we shall do this. And if we speak this life through our whole period here of the celebration of Jesus, the celebration of the birth of Jesus, we are taking these times, this time, these strongholds back. This is kingdom territory. These are kingdom people that have been captured, and we will free them. And this is the war we wage, and this is the war we will win because we've been given the authorities, for we have authority and dominion over all evil. We can step on snakes and scorpions, and we can do greater works than he. Let Christ flow through you. Let the mightiness of the gifts of what he is work through you. Raise our hands. Amen. Amen. All right, patriots. You got a double prayer today. That's Holy Spirit flowing today. We are on fire. I'm looking at my cup like, what did I make for coffee this morning? Thank you, Jesus. That was awesome. That was like a Jesus cup. That was a Jesus quad shot this morning. Oh, I had six shots today. Can you believe that? I was cutting down on coffee, and this morning I'm like, not happening. We're going Jesus fire today. All right, patriots. Love and life. Celebrate Jesus. Walk in the yes. Pray hard against the strongholds. Be relentless in your prayers. Attack these fortresses. Tear them down. Shred, shred this enemy. Leave it scattered upon the plains of, of heaven. Let the warriors of Christ flow through there and slay every one of them and cast them to the lake of fire. Let us be the force and the power that God intends us to be, the children of the Most High. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. I also have Brighty on TV show today at 2 p.m., just to remind you. So until then or until the next time, God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. 
But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist, we pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath. <laughs> 